Good morning and welcome to episode 53 of A Better Father. Now, one of the things that I said I wouldn't do at the beginning, and this is one of the changes that has happened as I'm now recording episode 53 of A Better Father, is that I was just going to record whatever, roll, roll with it, and whatever happened, happened. And that has turned out not to be true, as this is about my third or fourth recording of episode 53 because I just keep getting to the spot where I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like it's what I wanted to communicate or get across. So I will throw that out as a uh, podcasting lesson or learn that I have had because um, I did it once or twice around episodes 20 or so. And then now it's kind of become a thing where I probably recorded about 10, 15 minutes of a podcast and I just deleted it all because I wasn't happy with where it was going. But it also helps me get it out and keep moving forward so that I can get to the podcast I want to get to, which is awesome to embrace that and, you know, learn and let go of things that I said I was going to do or not going to do at the beginning. So let me just throw that out there. Also, I would also probably like to start doing some show notes because that does help me keep me on track because this whole week has been kind of a rough week. It's been an up and down week and I am dealing with it as best I can. I've had some really low moments this past week and I've had some okay moments, but it's been a rough week. And the reason being is right now I'm sitting at a Hilton hotel by myself, chilling out. Now I'm doing this because the ex took my daughter, yes, not officially ex, but that's just how I refer to her, took my daughter to Michigan to be with the ex's side of the family for a graduation or or whatever, something that she swore she was going to have fun with, where really it's just to take her up there and show her off and probably make her miserable. Nope, stop. Okay, so... I'm where I wanted to go with this and I need to stop myself. But with them gone and given the circumstances of why they're gone and why I'm not with my daughter, able to be with my daughter, just made me sad. I didn't want to be in that house alone under the circumstances. And so I did something for myself, which I don't do a lot. I haven't done in a while. And I got a hotel room and I am chilling out in that hotel room currently. And I have to highly recommend this to anybody, even if you have to stretch your means to make it happen because... Last night, it was wine, it was building my daughter a Lego set, which I'll talk about in a second, and it was watching whatever popped up on HBO, which was weird because I haven't watched normal TV in probably about 20 years, like realistic, like it's been on in places, and it's going to my parents' house, they're doing it, but I'm not in control of it, and they have a lot more options apparently than the hotel, but I just, I couldn't watch anything I wanted to because there was no way to do that with normal TV, and that's really weird. It's a generational thing, I know, but I just haven't dealt with that forever because I don't usually watch TV in that way. Netflix, Hulu, whatever, I'm like, nope, whatever is happening on this TV is happening. So I drank wine, I ate a Blaze pizza, and I got to just chill out and relax and be not in my house, not in the mess, not feeling all the vibes of that situation, and it was great. A buddy of mine is coming down today because I kind of freaked out when I found out I was going to be alone this weekend, and he is being very kind, and he has taken time out of his life and his day to come hang out with me and be with me and keep me from having to be sad and alone, which is awesome. But he's on his way now, and I get to be in this hotel room until noon because that's checkout time, and I am just enjoying this, and it's it's highly recommended to just take that time and breathe because I haven't done that in a really long time. And I very much appreciate that I get to do this. Now, about the Lego set, with that said, it's killing me that this is why or how I am being without my daughter. It's something I'm going to have to get used to because this is how it's going to be from now on. And 
I was sitting on the floor drinking wine, watching whatever popped up on HBO, and built my daughter a Rapunzel Lego set because I wanted to think about her. I wanted to embrace the concept idea of being around her. And as nice as it was to not have to like be in the world of being and just be able to be by myself and you know not have to worry about things or wake up early or feed my daughter or whatever. I still missed her like crazy. I even went to the farmer's market this morning. I got a nitro coffee and I bought a basil plant for her. I bought a chocolate basil plant for her. I bought, I don't know, like at least one or two other things just specifically for her. So um, kudos to me for breaking away and just getting some me time. Holy jeez. And another side note, I didn't get a top of the line hotel. I hot wired it. I got a decent hotel at a decent price where there was no free Wi-Fi, the channels on the TV weren't great, I didn't have a bathtub, I had a shower, no hot tub, but an indoor pool. So next time, I'm gonna go a little cheaper and that's my recommendation. My recommendation is also to do this for yourself at some point if you can, even like I'm in the same town I live in currently and I just got out of the house and I went someplace else and I got to kind of not be in that environment and I cannot recommend that enough, just a little staycation, Again, I have picked a better and or cheaper hotel because it had everything, I, a cheaper hotel would have everything I wanted where this didn't, but is what it is. But it's been awesome. And then I got to wake up this morning, go get my nitro coffee, go to the farmer's market, shop at the co-op, like just nice and just out of the environment that's been making me miserable for six years. That being the ex and that house and the situation that she created, but I walked into and whenever she's there, it's horrible. and. I've been able to be a great dad or whatever, and I hate putting the asterisk on that, so I feel like I need to every once in a while, just or every time actually, so it's not misinterpreted, because I have so loved and appreciated being able to be a dad, which is why I'm in a hotel room by myself building her a Lego set. Okay, so that's just kind of summing up where I'm at right now with this. Like I said, it's been a hard week. I've had more downs than ups. I've meddled out a little bit, and um, I've had a lot of thoughts about what I was going to talk about, which is why I think I need to start making notes for what my podcast is going to be. But what I want to talk about right now is telling our daughter that we were getting a divorce. And it was something I wish we had done a long time ago. I fought for it a long time ago, but because it was my idea, it was a stupid idea by the ex. We went to a counselor who said, that's an amazing idea. More people should do that. You're putting her in a position where she can adjust, where you can talk to her about things, where she can be in the moment, where she can have questions arise without having to like wonder where dad is or mom is or why am I getting moved around or like you tell her and then all of a sudden everything changes. And I still had to fight to get there even after a professional agreed with me, but because the ex and her mom had decided other things or come up with different ideas, even when a paid professional agreed with me, it was still like, no, that's stupid or whatever. So we got to tell her, we told her, gosh, I don't know, month ago or so now she took it in stride and what I would like to comment on is I read a lot about how to tell your kid you're getting a divorce when to tell your kid you're getting a divorce and what's best this way what's best that way one of the things the counselor said is you know people get to a point where there's yelling and screaming clothes are getting thrown out the window there's fights there's these bad matches whatever and to tell your daughter in a way that before that happens or she's not witnessing that stuff or she, if it does get to that point at some point or you have those bad moments or whatever, she knows what's going on and she's aware of what's happening and 
it's even if it's a horrible thing to do to her, which again, I hope we don't do, that there's context around it and she knows what's happening. So we tell her it went pretty well, but now the thing that I am very appreciative of, of having told her, which again, I wish we had told her a long time ago, but I'm glad she's now aware because who knows how long this goes on, is when I was talking to her about how she's leaving this weekend with her mom, she kind of said, and of course you're not going with us. And I said, yeah, this is kind of how it's going to be be a lot now where it'll be you and your mom, you and, you and I, and this is kind of how this is going to go for the foreseeable future. And I can talk to her about like, this is what we told you and this is what the divorce means and this is how this is going to kind of be handled as we figure this out, as we come to the adult conclusions on everything, that more and more it's going to be this separation. But you will still see me and we both still love you and we can re- I can, well, again, I don't know how our mom's handling it because we can no longer speak, which is another sad thing, but also something my daughter is witnessing, but can also add context to, or I can even address to my daughter and say, you know, your mom and I are figuring this out and sometimes we don't talk as well as we should or we don't communicate the way we should, but we're trying to figure this out. And again, we love you very much. No matter what, that's a constant. Whatever happens, that's the constant. And she can talk about it or ask questions about it. She has all this time to kind of adjust or figure it out or see these things happening and we can address it without being like, well, you don't get to see your dad for three days because that's just how this is. Because one of the things I would read is you know, you tell your kid and then seven days later you move out because then it's like a quick, easy adjustment for him. There's no confusion around it. You tell him and you're out. You tell him and you're done. And I kind of get that on some level, but then it's also like this separation where it's not a weekend here, a weekend there, and then she still gets to kind of like be in the environment or the situation she was in as we adjust. We can keep reiterating that, you know, this is this is happening. This is what's going on. And and she can kind of piece it together on her own or ask these questions or figure things out in a way that makes sense to her. And I think that's amazing. And it does give her time to adjust. It does give her time to ask questions. She makes comments about living in both houses. She makes comments about how can the next house have wood floors. And I can talk to her about, oh, you know, we don't know what's going on yet, but I have been looking at some ideas in case that's the what happens. And I've looked at places with fireplaces. I've looked at places at wood floors. And just kind of like said these things in general terms to her. And she's actually in some ways, again, you never know what's going to happen. And then once the reality of it sets in of like, oh crap, dad's just not here for these days. Or I just don't get to see my dad when I want to or my mom when I want to. will be a different change. But it's also that thing where she's actually kind of been like, ooh, like I would like a house with wood floors or whatever. And it's like, okay, we can kind of work with this and deal with this and kind of address this on a case by case, moment by moment basis. And I think that's been good. My recommendation to anybody listening to this for those reasons is the sooner and better you can tell your child what's going on, the sooner and better you can start to address these things and piece them together. If you can keep from having these fights in front of her with your ex or whatever, also better. But if she sees these moments, you can also address those moments of this is, you know, this is happening, this is hard for mom and dad too, and we are trying our best. And if you see something, I mean, she's seen a lot of, a few bad moments over the last six years not a lot because her mom was gone a lot but more so in the last year and so she can can label those and we can talk about those and not have to like my big thing is lying to her I hate when people lie to kids I think it undermines the child and I think it makes you look bad and I think it breaks a trust and I don't have to lie to her I can tell her exactly what's happening what's going on and why mom and dad are not getting along or why we disagree on something and still give 
you know, context or let her know, like, mom and dad just don't always agree on everything and that's why this is happening and we're going to do our best to do what's best for you and blah, blah, blah. But I don't have to lie to her. I don't have to mislead her. I don't have to misdirect. And that's one thing that's been a saving grace over the last uh, month or so of telling her this because I hate it because we were lying to her. At the end of the day, we were lying because we knew what we were doing. We knew what was happening and we weren't telling her. We weren't being honest with her and that was killing me. So I'm glad we're finally able to talk to her, be honest with her and take care of this out in the open or more in the open and then give context to her. So that's my recommendation if you're dealing with this or you're having to tell your kid because I would think lying to them, misleading them, misdirecting them is going to break down that trust and when they need your trust, they need you to be there for them, there's going to be a hesitancy to them because you lied to me, you didn't tell me the truth, you knew this was going on for how long and misled me. I might overthink that a little. But I don't think I am. I, people always keep people keep telling me like kids are very perceptive. Kids, kids are resilient. Blah blah blah. I'm like one, f you because what do you know? And two, it, like we're all still dealing with crap that happened to us from our childhood or the way our parents treated us or acted. And to say children are resilient and just make that a blanket statement angers me and frustrates me for one. And two, I just find absolutely ridiculous. And three, kids are perceptive and aware, so misleading them, lying to them, misdirecting them seems a ridiculously horrible thing to do if you're going to tell me how perceptive they are and then we're going to lie to them and then expect that lie to be okay or that it's not going to somehow affect them or whatever. People, the, my whole process of raising my daughter has been based around basically doing the opposite of what the cliche crap is that you hear and then people make these stupid comments about resiliency or perceptiveness and then do the exact opposite of what they're saying by the way they treat children and undermine them so so be honest with them be upfront with them tell them as soon as you can and take a moment out for yourself and I think that applies as I've always tried to apply this to like any situation somebody's going through a breakup a bad job moment if you can find a way to just step outside of your life and enjoy these moments of just disconnecting for a minute, I don't... The thing I keep reiterating is after I got to a point because of a bad situation a couple weeks ago with the ex where I said, okay, I need to stop talking to you. I tried to make this work as parents, as our daughter's mother and father, and she has turned this into a battle and a war and I just wasn't getting it. I just kept thinking and seeing this better person and and wanting to believe in the better angels of the situation and wanting to think like, oh, ultimately we can't be together, but we're gonna do what's best for our daughter, and that's just not true. And one thing my dad said is, this person's been showing you who they are for 10 years now, and you keep expecting her to be different. So after a really bad argument a couple Mondays ago, I woke up the next morning, I'm just like, oh, I'm not dealing with somebody who's trying to be a good mother with me being a good father to our daughter. This is somebody who's battling me and I have to stop treating her like this person that I get to work with to do what's best for our daughter. And that sucks, but it also has made my life much better since that moment because I, I, I wasn't getting why we kept fighting. I wasn't getting why we weren't doing what was best for our daughter because she's trying to fight me right now. She turned this into a battle instead of a, a divorce between two people that just weren't meant to be together. And so 
coming to that realization has made things easier for me. And I keep saying, like, this isn't good. This isn't fun. I wish everything had been different or better on every level, especially since I've learned so much over the last six years about this person. But I feel better dealing with this without hitting my head against a wall, this person who's just not trying to communicate or do its best. So stepping out, getting outside of that environment, accepting the fact that this weekend is a precursor to more weekends to come where it's just not going to be me with our daughter and I have to trade these off and switch these off that that this this is what it's going to look like for the foreseeable future so um yeah I, there's more stuff I wanted to talk about about last weekend with my family and how that factors into all of this and bumps that I ran into but I think I'm doing good on time at this point. And the main thing is kind of talking about, catching up about telling our daughter and why I think that was a good idea. So I'm going to end this one for now. Again, I apologize for this being late. I'm going to actually turn around and record episode 54 so that we can, I can have this up on time, but I will get this up and out today. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Listening. I appreciate everybody sticking with me. Um, I hope you are getting something out of this. I need to do a better job of like kind of promoting this and checking my email and stuff in case anybody's checking in with me. But thank you for listening to episode 53 of A Better Father. Goodbye.